Welcome to the Phoenix Effect Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Vanafra, a fitness influencer, entrepreneur, and life enthusiast. In this podcast, you will be inspired by people's stories on how they overcame adversity and how they're living a happy, successful, fulfilling life. This podcast will enhance your life by providing insights on health, fitness, business, and personal development. Without further ado, let's get inspired. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Phoenix Tech Podcast. I'm so excited that you're here today. Today I am talking about one of my favorite topics, which you guys all know is positivity. We all know that I poop rainbows and I fart unicorns, but I always wasn't like this way. This was a trained behavior, a learned behavior for me. I had to really rewire my brain for myself to think this way. And now positivity and optimism is just a part of my life and it's something that I do. Um, So today, what I'm going to do is I kind of want to talk about how even if you are a more negative or pessimistic person, it is possible to retrain your brain to think a little bit more positive or a little bit more optimistic. I was at my teaching profession the other day and we were talking about positivity and optimism and there was a speaker and he wanted to make sure that we were staying positive throughout the years. Um, you know, so we could be good teachers. And just like in any other situation in your life, to be happy and to be good at what you're doing, you have to have some kind of optimism here and there to make yourself happy and grateful for what you're doing, even if what you're doing is hard or challenging. So today I'm going to kind of show you how an optimist an optimistic person thinks and what they do. And then if you are having one of those moments that are not great or you feel like you can dip between to a pessimistic person or an optimistic person, I will give you some prompts that will help you live a little bit more optimistically when you are going through a challenging time. And before we get into this, I want to make sure that it's very clear, like, obviously, not everything is going to be perfect. And I think it's very ignorant to say that optimistic people don't look at the bad ever because that is not true. I make sure when something is bad happening to me or something is challenging or whatever, I feel what I need to feel, but then I don't stay there. I don't dwell there because life is too short not to move on and try to be a little bit more happy. So I just want to throw that out there. There's another whole episode I did on positivity, and I would really wish that you would go watch that one, or not watch, listen to that one first. It's one of my absolutely favorite episodes that I put out in this podcast. It's called Keeping Your Day. Um, it was put out on March 12, 2019. It's about controlling your thoughts, about positivity versus negativity. Um, it's one of my favorite episodes, and I think you should go listen to it before you listen to this one, because this one's kind of like a part two, a little step two. So if you want, that's episode, I think, 21, and then we'll go ahead and jump right on to, into this one. So studies show, let's start out with some studies. We like some studies. Some studies show um, that people that are more optimistic, one, live longer, they get sick less, they have stronger relationships, they are a lot more successful in life, however you choose to define that, are more hopeful about the future, and have less depression and anxiety. And you're probably thinking, just from being optimi- optimistic, you can't do that. But I will show you how Um, that might be able to happen if you are a more optimistic person. So what optimistic people do is, one, they see opportunity. So in a challenging or in a hard or an emotional time, 
instead of staying there for so long, because we know that hard and challenging times can get us down, what they do is they make sure they see an opportunity in a challenging time. And this isn't always an easy thing to do. It's really hard to see an opportunity when you don't really, it's really hard to see something positive in a situation. But when there's something so trying, an optimistic person sees some type of opportunity. For example, maybe a breakup. This is a really hard time for a lot of people, but an optimistic person will try to make sure they remind themselves, this is better because I will be able to find somebody better or I will get to be by myself for a little bit. There is always opportunity in the hard time that they're going through. Next, what they do is they control the controllables. So this is something that I heavily touch up, touch on in the last episode that I talked about positivity. They, You can control what you can't, you blip. <laughs> Optimistic people control what they can control. And they don't worry about what they can't control. For example, I always give the example of traffic. When you are sitting in traffic and you're like, oh, I just need, I need to get to my job. I need to get this one. Blah, blah, blah. And you're like really just not feeling well. You can't control that traffic. You can't make everybody move and get out of your way. But what you can control is your thoughts in that moment. And you can control... Um, you know, maybe how you're thinking, maybe put on a podcast and positive music, reminding yourself that you're going to see be there in a little bit, you know, so controlling your thoughts and controlling what you can control. And in that kind of situation, the only thing you can control is your thoughts. So control what you can can control and don't worry about what you can't control your controllable. So the next thing that optimistic or positive people do, the next thing that they do is they take action or small steps forward. Now, in some situations, this might be the smallest action or the smallest steps, but they take some kind of action, like how I talked about before, where you're not just staying in the place that you were at. It is really important to feel when you need to feel and feel sad and feel anger and feel frustration, but there's no need to stay there when you know that you could take a small action to feel a little bit better. So for example, when you're in traffic, an action that you might take is calling your boss and saying, hey, I'm gonna be five minutes late or shooting your assistant an email. Hey, I'm gonna be 10, 30 minutes late, whatever it may be. It's taking that small action to ease some of your anxiety and what's going on. Maybe you missed a deadline at work and you're really afraid to tell your boss or you're just stressed out because you know that you didn't perform your best. What's a small step that you could take to make yourself go ahead and sit, go in the right direction? So optimistic people think about what their next step is because they don't want to stay stuck in that toxic negative situation because they know that if they do take a small step, it's their their happiness or their less stress is right on that other side of those small steps. And the last thing they do is they use their resources effectively. Now, these resources might look different for everybody and that is okay, but these are people that can help you. These are things that can help you. These are programs that can help you, but they know how to use their resources so that way, whatever pickle or situation or challenge that they're going through, they know who to go to and who to ask for help because they know that they have resources and that's why they are there so they can help themselves. This might be as simple as something like you're feeling a little bit anxious and you need somebody to talk to. So you reach out to a resource and you contact somebody to help you. This might be at work and you're really stressed and really not sure where to turn to. So you reach out to a boss or someone else in the department or someone that has worked there longer than you or a mentor to help you through whatever stressful time that you're going through. This might be meaning purchasing something 
online so it can help you and you don't have to code it yourself. I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example, but, and I'm trying not to give it a teaching example because I know you guys are like all in like, I don't know, finance, whatever, HR, I'm assuming something like that. So whatever resources that you have available to you, you should be using them. And optimistic people aren't afraid to go and ask for help. They are not afraid to use their resources because they know that their resources are there to help them and to help them get past this challenging, stressful time in their lives. So I always like to give the example of when a flight is delayed. You can always be the judge of somebody's character about how they act and how they respond when their flight is delayed. Now, believe me, I know that flight delays are really annoying. It happens to me all the time and they really, really stink because, you know, whether you are traveling to see somebody or you just want to get home, it's just a really frustrating situation for most of us, right? But we can't control the pilot. We can't control the airline's decision. So what we can do is control our anger, our thoughts, and our frustration during that time. So an optimistic person would probably... Um, do somewhat of the following. They see the opportunity. So maybe they can say, hey, I'll go grab some food and, uh, you know, get a beer or whatever. They see, they find something else to make them feel a little bit better in this situation. Or maybe they're like, if their flight's delayed and they're in another country or another state, they're like, oh, my flight's canceled till Wednesday. I'll go out and I'll explore a little bit. They see opportunity in the, in whatever situation it might be. Or maybe they think, oh, I'll extend my flight and I'll stay an extra day so I can spend more time with my niece who I haven't got to see in a really long time. But whatever situation it is, an optimist sees opportunity in the situation. Now, if the situation is the flight thing, what they're going to do is they're going to control their controllables. They can't control what's happening on the airline or anything like that, but they can control their thoughts. Reminding themselves to think positively, reminding themselves it's going to be okay, reminding themselves that they're alive and they should be grateful for that. Their plane didn't crash because bad weather or maintenance issues or whatever it may be. So maybe just controlling their thoughts in that situation and controlling their frustration and really their emotions in what's happening. Next is they would take some action and I'm going to kind of combine these into one. So take action and use their resources. You know, they can take a small set of action, like maybe rebook a flight or, um, take text their relatives or friends whoever they're going to see and say hey this is happening I'm going to try to be there or home as fast as I can and then they're going to use their resources their resources in this time is definitely going to be um, I'm saying American Airlines because I've had so many <laughs> bad experiences with American Airlines but they're going to call American Airlines customer service and they're going to say hey this is my issue how can you help me um, so, and oh, not always is the help the answer you want to hear, but at least you are getting help and that is a resource that, that they can use. So they're doing all of these steps during the situation where a pessimistic person is going to get up there in front of those people's face and they're going to yell and they're going to call their relatives all angrily, blah, 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 blah. And they're not really going to do anything and they're going to be stuck in this situation for even longer because they can't control their anger or their frustration or they can't find some stress relief in a stressful situation. So I've said many times on this podcast, like self-talk is very helpful for a lot of people because it kind of just takes you 
a pause in time and lets you just reflect with yourself instead of anybody else. So I'm going to read off some questions and some strategies for developing optimistic thinking. So if you're more of a pessimistic person and you find yourself being more of a pessimist and thinking more pessimistic op often, um, try saying some of these questions to yourself and see if it helps you. So um, the first one would be, where do you have greatest influence or control to begin solving this problem? So I think this one really just kind of taps into your resources and your actions of what you can take next, which I think is really helpful because a lot of the time when we stop and we think and we're like, oh, I have influence to do this. I can I can do this. Or, you know, this person can do this. It's really helped to just pause and think about where we can go next. Number two is where is most of your mental energy going right now as you think about this problem? Is this something you can control? Where else could you put your energy? I really like this question because I think a lot of us often get drained in a situation because we're constantly revisiting and we get these OCD thoughts around the problem when really if we just took the time to say, can I shift my energy a little bit somewhere else or what can I do to help myself in this situation, I think that will take a lot of the stress and the pressure off of the actual problem so that way you can actually start to solve the problem. So I really like this question because a lot of the times when you put so much negative energy on whatever is going on, it's really hard to get yourself out of that situation. So just a pause and a reflect on this one is just a really cool question. Number three is how have you tried to solve this problem so far? Have any of these strategies been affected? <laughs> effective? And I really like this question because sometimes we're like, holy shit, I didn't even try to solve my problem. I haven't even tried to solve it yet. I literally just am letting it happen and I'm just continue to think negatively about it. So I really, really like this question. Have you tried to solve the problem so far? And I guarantee when you start doing these reflection questions, you're gonna say, no, I haven't even started to try to solve the problem yet. And you know, then you can try to think of a way or a strategy to solve the problem. Um, I'm going to give a really simple example that I have really recently. I'm signing a lease for an apartment and I've been stressing about it because she hasn't sent over the next information. I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for my email. So my, my empty thoughts keep drifting to, you know, why haven't they sent that? Why haven't they sent that? When really I took a step back and then I said, have you tried to solve this problem? And the answer was no, I didn't. I was just waiting for the email. So I took my phone, I got the number of the person that needed to send me the information and I called and I said, hi, I'm trying to expedite this process. So my move-in date is supposed to be this weekend. I need this information. And do you know what she did? She did exactly what I needed her to do right now. And I let it go by like two days without her sending an email when I really just needed to just take an action and do something and I wouldn't have to stress that long. So sometimes it's as simple as that. My next favorite question is what resources do you have to help you? And this question can be very broad. It's what people, what things, what websites, what books, what dogs and animals. I don't know. Charlie helped me wish it. What resources do you have to help you get through a stressful time or a coping time where you need some kind of help? And this is really good for like coworkers, like which coworkers can I turn to? Which family members can I turn to? Which friends could I turn you for this? Because these are all resources that, that you have that you need to tap into when you need help. So I think that that is a great question. 
this one really is going to grind your gears, not grind your gears, but it's going to make you think. Sometimes just taking a pause and say, could this situation be seen as an opportunity? So as I'm waiting for this this lease, I'm going to give myself an example, you guys an example of myself here. I'm waiting so I can sign this lease, sign this lease, sign this lease. I'm supposed to move in next weekend. But for example, if they were too late, I would have to wait a whole nother weekend, which yeah, that would kind of stink. I just kind of want to be in my own place, but I'd be saving probably around two to $300, which that's an opportunity right there, you know? Um, So I think that trying to find some kind of opportunity in a negative situation can really help you just deal and cope with the problem so much better. What action, however small that action may be, can you take today to help you begin to solve this problem? I really like this one. Most of us get stuck in a stressful or challenging situation and we don't take any action because we don't know what action to take or we don't think about what we can do to help ourselves. Where in this question is really just like, what action can you take? Like me, it was simply picking up a phone. Um, For other people, it might be a little bit more serious than that. Like, I don't know, scheduling an appointment to see a therapist or a doctor or something along those lines. But what actions can you take to help yourself? move a little bit forward out of this situation, out of this problem. So that's it for today, guys. Short and sweet. I just want to encourage you for when you're thinking or when you're going through a hard time to try to see the positive and be grateful for the things that are happening. Because if you're not, it's 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 harder. You stay in a harder time for a longer time. And who wants to do that? Nobody wants to do that. And that's why people say that optimistic people live longer is because they, you know, if they are sick with cancer or whatever it may be, they see the opportunity in it. They see that they're able to get better and they're able to live healthier and they take small steps like eating healthy or doing, you know, watching their sodium, whatever it may be, but they're doing these things. So they're living longer or they're having better relationships because they don't hold grudges or they, they seek out resources like getting help or whatever it may be. So that's why they live longer, they get sick often, they're more successful because their relationships and their personal sills are are just better because they don't dwell and stay there in the negative for a prolonged period of time. So when you can, remind yourself of what you can be grateful for, remind yourself of the opportunity and situations, control what you can control and take action, take small steps that you can do for yourself to get better and move forward and use your resources. They're there and people are there to help you. So I encourage you to do all those things, guys. And always, you can write down those questions that I said earlier on a piece of paper in your phone, wherever you want to put it, just so when you are feeling a little bit down or you are going through a hard time, you don't have to stay there as long as you might think you do. Um, I hope that was helpful and I will catch you. Oh, one more thing. I'm having a back to school sale. I extended it till this Labor Day. So um, the 3rd of September, Um, you can use all caps code back to school. It's literally 50% off the entire website. There's going to be shirts on there for less than $5. There's workout programs on there. 
um, please take advantage of it. I'll probably never run a sale like this again until next year. <laughs> so if you have been looking to try a program or get a shirt, this is for you. I'm doing it for the teachers and everything like that. So if you know any educator in your life or you just want to take advantage of the educator sale, please do so. And other than that, guys, I hope you have a fantastic week and I'll catch you next time on the Phoenix Effect podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye.